The Soccer Gambling Podcast is presented by Wimbet. Wimbet is now live in Arizona, Colorado, Indiana, Louisiana, Michigan, New Jersey, New York, Tennessee, and Virginia. From boosted same-game parlays to in-game odds, Wimbet has what you need to win. Sign up today. Bet $100. Get $100 at sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash Wimbet. That's sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash W-Y-N-N-B-E-T. State restrictions apply. You are listening to a Bundesliga resumption preview here on the Soccer Gambling Podcast. You can follow the Soccer Gambling Podcast over on Twitter at SGP Soccer. That's at SGP Soccer. You can follow the Sports Gambling Podcast Network. They are at the SGP Network. That's at the SGP Network. And you can follow my other Twitter account. I am at LockBetting.com. That's at LockBetting.com. That is the Twitter account for LockBetting.com, the premium pay service that has delivered 115 months in a row of transparent track profit. The pinned tweet on the Twitter account at LockBetting.com is the PL from the previous month, which is month of December, which features our World Cup features. The handle at LockBetting.com is also the handle for the Instagram and the TikTok account as well. If you're looking for Bundesliga action all year round, I do still cover the Bundesliga. There is a version of Das Bundesliga show on the Lock Betting podcast feed. That's a free feed. That's where I now cover the Bundesliga. Remember, we did it here on the Soccer Gambling podcast and a lot of people asked, why don't you cover La Liga and why don't you cover Serie A? So we put it to the vote and Serie A ended up winning. So we've now done Serie A last season and we're doing it again this season. We can put that back out for a vote at the end of the season if that's what people want but at the moment we are covering Serie A as our additional um, European League alongside the EPL and the Bundesliga has moved over to the lock betting feed and um, we also do a European show over on the lockbetting.com podcast uh, Patreon page uh, which covers La Liga the French League the Portuguese League and whatnot so I'm still covering every single league and I'm willing to do whatever league you want here as the second European League all it needs to do is go to a vote and we can change it. But at the moment, we are continuing on with Scamessa Italia. And unless Bundesliga wins the vote or, um, or La Liga wins the vote, that's what we'll continue to do moving forward as well. So we're here to look at the futures preview, look at the futures markets. And this is a little bit underwhelming in terms of the outright winners market, because obviously we know Bayern Munich are the clear front runners. Now, Bayern Munich haven't really even played well this season, yet they are still clear at the top of the league. And the bookies make them the 1-20 to favourites to win it. So 
We're doing a futures preview here, but it seems almost irrelevant to talk about the outright winner. The more interesting market would be talking about who wins the Bundesliga without Bayern Munich. This market is led by RB Leipzig here at 10 to 11, with Dortmund moving out to 7 to 2. You then have Freiburg at 9 to 2, Eintracht Frankfurt 8 to 1, Union Berlin 11 to 1, Wolfsburg 50 to 1, and everybody else is 100 to 1 or bigger, including Bayer Leverkusen, the big underperformers in the Bundesliga this season. Remember, this is a team who was supposed to challenge for the top four. They are nowhere near that. They've been hovering mostly around the relegation zone so far this season. So we're looking for a better um, resumption from them, and perhaps we'll get some corresponding lines to match the fact that they have made a poor start to the season and we can maybe get them moving up the table. Another team I want to back here having a better second half of the season is Borussia Dortmund. Now, Borussia Dortmund are obviously not in the title race. You only have to look at the league table to see that. There isn't really a title race in Germany. You do have RB Leipzig as the second favourites. They're a little bit closer to Bayern Munich. Had they won tonight, they would close the gap to three points, but they remain six points behind. Freiburg have a game in hand of Bayern Munich. They can close the gap to, to just two points by winning, but they're not seen as realistic contenders. Dortmund sit all the way in sixth place, which is why they're at seven to two to finish second or essentially to win the league without Bayern. But they do have a game in hand on RB Leipzig, which would take them just one point behind. Now, if they are legitimately just one point behind, I would prefer to be on um, on Borussia Dortmund here for the rest of the running because I do think they have more squad depth. I don't think they rely on one player as much as Leipzig rely on Christopher Nkuku and Christopher Nkuku's injured at the moment. We don't know when he's coming back and we don't know if he's going to be 100% when he comes back. Whereas Borussia Dortmund, they've got here where they are this season. They've got up to sixth place and if they win their game in hands, they'll be just one point behind RB Leipzig. Not great, but it's okay to to be there when you don't have a striker. They bought Sebastian Haller as the replacement for Erling Haaland and Sebastian Haller wasn't able to play because he was suffering from testicular cancer. Now, we thought that it would be a difficult road to recovery for him, especially in terms of coming back and playing top-level football. It doesn't look to be that way because he's played some warm-up games behind closed doors and he looks incredible and he's been smashing in goals left and right. And if he brings that form to the Bundesliga, suddenly a Dortmund team who have been struggling with eight wins, one draw and six defeats so far, will be able to move up the table. They'll be scoring more goals. They'll be able to play more more the Dortmund way by having that number nine, by having that replacement. They've, I mean, they've always had that player from Lewandowski to to uh, to Aubameyang to Erling Haaland. They've always had that that number nine, but they've been lacking at the start of the season. If Haller comes in and he takes that, um, the, you know, the, this, the form from the winter break into the season, then Borussia Dortmund are going to move up the table. As I said, they've got better sword depth than Leipzig, who are very reliant on Christopher and Cuckoo. And I think it's going to be a big difference maker. So to get them here at seven to two, knowing that they can go one point behind Leipzig um, and by winning their game in hands and having the strike and being able to play more the Dortmund way as we move forward, that really, for me, makes uh, Borussia Dortmund very, very appealing here at the price of seven to two. I think that's a huge price. And I think that would be my first lean in the futures market. So Borussia Dortmund to win the league without Bayern Munich at the price of seven to two. Of course, a lot of this depends on um, on Sebastian Haller carrying that form in. But I think at the price of seven to two plus plus three fifty, it's definitely worth the gamble from what I've seen so far during this winter break. Looking at the top four market, you have Leipzig leading that at one to eight. Borussia Dortmund are at four to seven 
to finish in the top four. I think that, that offers some significant value, despite the fact it's a juice selection. I don't think there's any way that Dortmund don't make the Champions League positions. I think that's a great price for them. As I said, a lot of it will be dependent on Haller, but even Dortmund turning um, a few of those poor results into into better ones would carry them up the table. In addition to that, you're looking at teams like Freiburg and Union Berlin having a, a good second half to the season as well. I don't think that's going to be the case. Um, you have Freiburg at four to five. You have Eidrich Frankfurt at five to four. I think there's some value in that selection as well. Two to one on Union Berlin, 10 to one on Wolfsburg and 11 to one on Leverkusen to make the, the miracle recovery and still get into the top four. I think that could be worth a sprinkle. Leverkusen have improved slightly under Xabi Alonso. They've gone from being a team who are hovering around the relegation zone to a team that are in 12th place. So um, three places off being in the top half of the table. Five wins from 15 so far. They've only got themselves 18 points. That does leave them nine points away from being in the top four. But I don't feel that's a lot in Germany. I feel that can be made up. I feel that Eitrich Frankfurt and Union Berlin could have a dip. Union Berlin have already had a dip, remember, because they were top for a while this season. Freiburg at the moment is sitting in second place. I think they'll do very, very well to hold on to that. And uh, obviously, that's a big statement. You're looking at a team who's sitting second place. They can move within two points of the leaders. And you'd be saying, wow, is there big value on them to win the league? I'm not. I'm saying, can they hold on for the top four? For me, I think that's a realistic um a, a, a realistic goal. Leipzig are a better side. Frankfurt are a better side. Dortmund are a better side. And actually, despite the fact they sit in 12 spots so far this season, Leverkusen are a better side as well. So it'll be interesting to see how Leverkusen do when they pick up. They start with a very difficult game against Borussia Mönchengladbach. They themselves have not set the world on fire as well. Better things were expected of them, but they're sitting in eighth place and they're all the way out at 14 to 1 to make it into the top four. But any one of those two teams could have a significant run. Nine points doesn't mean too much. Don't forget, we've played 15 games so far. We need to get to 17 games for us to be halfway through the season. So we are sitting in January. We're not even we're not even halfway there. Yet you're getting 11 to 1 on 14 to 1 on teams like Gladbach and, uh, and Leverkusen to finish in the top four. Gladbach themselves, they're only five points away from Eitrich Frankfurt, who currently occupy the fourth position in the league. So some interesting prices there. Maybe worth sprinkling on some stuff um, at big odds, because I certainly don't think that the, the first half of the season will be identical to the second half of the season. I don't think that Leverkusen and, and Borussia Mönchengladbach are going to be that bad. And I don't think Freiburg and Union Berlin are going to be that good or not as good as they were so there could be some interesting developments here as uh, as Leverkusen may get right after the World Cup break. Before we move on with looking at the other markets let me take a quick time out to tell you guys about Winbet. Winbet is of course the official online sportsbook of the Sports Gambling Podcast Network. Winbet is active in a bunch of states and there are tons of ways to win, including live betting and same-game parlays. The NFL playoffs are here, and great promos, odds, and payouts are happening right now at WinBet. So if you're ready to play, sign up today to receive a special offer. Bet $100 and get $100. Limited to state availability. And of course, if you hit the biggest long-shot parlay of the week, you get a $1,000 free credit. So... $1,000 for free if you can hit the biggest long shot parlay of the week. There's so much else to choose from. All you have to do is head over to 
sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash winbet so they know that we sent you. That's sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash W-Y-N-N-B-E-T. The offers subject to change. Terms and conditions available at winbet.com. You must be 21 or older and present in a state where play through, play through winbet is available. If you or someone you know has a gamma problem, call 1-800-522-4700. Continuing on here with the show, we look at the relegation market here in Germany. Who will finish in the bottom three? At the moment, you have uh, Schalke as the clear 1-16 to favourites to go back down to Bundesliga 2. Augsburg are available here at 1-3. to It's 4-7 to on Bochum. And then you have plus money on the other selections. 2-1 to on Hertha Berlin. 3-1 to on Stuttgart. 7-1 to on Cologne. And 18-1 to on Mons. And everybody else is 25-1 to or bigger. So, according to the books, we have three clear teams that are going to go down with an outside chance that Hertha Berlin and Stuttgart get dragged into it. As far as the books are concerned, Cologne are pretty safe at 7-1 and Mons, Wedder, Bremen and Hoffenheim have absolutely no chance of going down. Interestingly, just pointing it out out of, um, out of interest, Bayer Leverkusen and Borussia Mönchengladbach are both available at 40-1 to to go down and, and get sucked into that. That's not going to happen, but... Um, you know, at the start of the season, Leverkusen were very, very poor. And if that somehow resurfaces, that could be an incredible bet. But in my opinion, absolutely no chance of that. So looking at the table at the moment, you actually have Schalke and Bochum um, in the bottom two places. Schalke are on nine points and Bochum are on 13 and Stuttgart are in that playoff position. Now note this is listed as to finish in the bottom three because being third bottom in Germany doesn't necessarily mean relegation because you st- instead you play the relegation playoff. That's why it's listed as that. So the bottom two will go down. And at the moment, that's Bochum and Schalke. But interestingly, the way the books have got this, Augsburg are the second favourites to go down. So Bochum, despite the fact that they're second bottom, they're the third favourites to go down. And currently in the relegation places, you have a spot occupied by Stuttgart. Stuttgart are three to one to go down despite being in his relegation places. So the thought is, is that they had a very, very poor start to the season, but they're too good to go down. And ultimately, Augsburg will get sucked in. Well, Augsburg at the moment are in 14th position. They are one point away from the bottom three and two points away from that relegation spot, the automatic relegation spot of 17th. Um, Schalke are cut adrift. It's worth mentioning they are cut adrift. There are nine points. They are five points away from getting out of this. They are in horrible form. They have two wins from 15. They've conceded a bunch of goals, conceded 32. They can't score any. They've only scored 13 goals. They're the lowest scorers in the league. So everything is pointing to them going down. There is no sign of a recovery. Um, but it'll be interesting to see who else goes down because as far as the books are concerned, it will be Bochum and Augsburg. But at the moment, Augsburg aren't in there. It is Stuttgart. And the assumption is that Stuttgart will get better. The assumption is that Hertha Berlin will, will get away from that as well. The assumption is is that Cologne, despite being on, on 17 points, just three points clear of the bottom three, that they won't get sucked in there either and they're all the way out to seven to one. So a lot of assumptions have been made here by the bookies. For me, I look at these teams and say that, that nobody in the bottom half of the German league, other than Bayer Leverkusen or, or possibly Hoffenheim, are, are spectacular teams. Everybody can beat everybody and 
the home games are very, very important. The German, the German fans are very, very passionate. Some grounds are very, very hostile. And suddenly, if you can get some form going, if you're Augsburg at home and you're, or you're a Cologne or you're a Hertz Berlin, or especially if you're a Stuttgart, if you can get your home supporters behind you, if you can win maybe four out of six home games and go on a run, if you can beat the teams around you, you will get out of this situation. So a lot of this is going to be dictated by results against each other. It's not going to matter what you do against um, Bayern Munich or, or Leipzig or Dortmund, although Dortmund have been susceptible to some terrible upset losses over the year. That's been part of the reason they haven't emerged as challenges to Bayern Munich. If you look at the fact that Borussia Dortmund usually lose all of the six points against Bayern Munich, they usually lose the head-to-head games. Add to that their, 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 their slip-ups, particularly um, against teams very low down in the table. Borussia Dortmund struggle and that's been the reason we've seen no title race in Germany for a long time. And as we're covering this podcast, um, looking at the top four, looking at the bottom three, looking at um, who will win the league without Bayern. We've really spent no time on who will win the league, which really is a problem across Europe. When you're looking at some of the leagues, when you're looking at um, this, the French league and the German league, although the, the French league has actually picked up, if you look across the board, um, Real Madrid, Manchester City, Liverpool, PSG, these are four teams who are having a massive World Cup hangover. And I didn't really see too many signs of that from, from Bayern Munich today. They're a little bit lacklustre in attack. They're a little bit lacklustre in terms of finding that final pass. I thought RB Leipzig were there to be beaten today. They lacked a little bit of creativity as well because they didn't have Christopher and Cuckoo. But, but Bayern Munich pretty much had everybody. And it was disappointing to, to not get over two and a half goals over the line today. So I do think they'll, they'll come good. But there is definitely a World Cup hangover. We're seeing it across Europe with top, top teams. Manchester City, by their standards, are not performing well. And the other teams that I mentioned, Liverpool, PSG and Real Madrid, they've all been poor. Barcelona have been able to take the advantage in the La Liga title race because they haven't had such a big hangover as Real Madrid and, and the same in England. Like Man City have been poor only by Man City standards but ultimately Arsenal have been able to extend the lead on Manchester City because they've they've come out better since the World Cup since the resumption after the World Cup so it'll be very interesting to see but I cannot make a case for a title race here. This is Bayern Munich's title. It's just a case of what order the other teams finish in and and uh, we'll finish up with the top three in exact order. Bayern Munich first, Leipzig second, and Dortmund third is the way the bookies see it. They have that at 7-2. to two. They then have Bayern Munich first, Leipzig second, and Sporting Freiburg third at 5-1. to one. To get Bayern Munich first, Dortmund second, and RB Leipzig third, that is available at 7-1. to one. That really surprises me that they have Freiburg higher up in the exact order market when they have Borussia Dortmund at shorter odds to make it into the top four. So sometimes when these books make prices, a lot of it doesn't make sense. How can you have Borussia Dortmund at shorter to finish in the top four? But then when you have the exact order market, you have Freiburg as a as a stronger favourite than, than Borussia Dortmund to feature in this top three. Um, doesn't really make much sense. Again, I'll go with what I said earlier. I think there's value on Borussia Dortmund to have a better second half to the season. A lot of this is dependent upon Sebastian Haller. If we see the Sebastian Haller we've seen in the winter break, then Borussia Dortmund will be a much stronger team. And combine that with the drop-off of Union Berlin, the drop-off of... Um, 
of Freiburg and the lack of Christopher and Cuckoo with RB Leipzig and them struggling to have that creativity until he gets back. And Borussia Dortmund could definitely be a contender for second place and make all of these prices look quite silly. They really will. Having them here at seven to one to finish in the top three with Leipzig and Bayern, with with Dortmund in second place, Bayern top and, and Leipzig third. That's a silly price if Borussia Dortmund come out firing. And if they do, as I said, keep saying it, Sebastian Haller is key. And what a testament to him that is, because we were talking about whether he was going to be healthy enough to play again, how long it would take from his recovery, would it be the same player when he gets back, would it take some time for him to adjust and get his fitness back and and recover from the chemotherapy and things like that. Well, he's been sensational in the winter break. And if he comes back and takes that into the Bundesliga and he starts scoring, and he has a big opportunity this weekend, immediately off the bat, uh, Borussia Dortmund are at home to Augsburg. And I'm going to give you a lock here on this show. And actually, it doesn't come from the, the futures market. It comes from one of the games this weekend. We've spent a lot of time on this show talking about Borussia Dortmund because it's been difficult to talk about um, any kind of title race because there isn't one. So we are really talking about who finishes second in this league. And I don't think there's value on RB Leipzig here at 10 to 11, but I definitely think there's value on Borussia Dortmund here at 7 to 2. They win this game against Augsburg. They're one point behind Leipzig, who drew today. And suddenly, by beating one of the worst teams in the league at home, you are one point behind RB Leipzig and you look like serious contenders to finish in second spot. So this market's all going to change just by Dortmund winning as massive favourites against Augsburg. Not only do I think they win, I think they cover a minus 1.5 Asian handicap line buoyed by the return of Sebastian Haller following his cancer recovery. I think he'll get on the score sheet. I think they can dominate a relegation threatened Augsburg team here. Um, Augsburg are enduring the Bundesliga's longest current winless run with three draws and four defeats, whereas Dortmund are beaten in six of their seven home league games this season. And don't forget the defeat. It was an absolutely incredible defeat where they were 2-0 up against Werder Bremen and absolutely collapsed in the last five minutes. It was so Borussia Dortmund. They, they're almost like the, the Tottenham Hotspurs of Germany, except a lot more successful. Um, but they do a lot of Spursy things. But here, I think this will be comfortable. Um, Dortmund come into this having scored 11 times across their last two warm-up games ahead of the Bundesliga restart whilst uh, as I said Augsburg are enjoying the longest current winless streak in the Bundesliga of seven games and this all sets up for them to be punished so Yep, we're doing a future show here, but I think the lock lies outside the futures. We've talked a lot about Borussia Dortmund. Um, I would definitely be sprinkling on them to finish second at 7-2 to two, or to win the league without Bayern Munich. I would definitely be looking at that top three exactor with Bayern Munich first, Dortmund second and Leipzig third. Um, these are not lock-worthy plays, but they're definitely sprinkle-worthy plays. But Dortmund, minus 1.5 this weekend on the Asian handicap line at even money plus 100. Is your lockworthy play here for this show? That's it for me and this bonus edition of Das Bundesliga show. I know you guys missed the music, but as I said, this show still exists. It's just moved over to lock betting because of the vote that we took. Lock betting is a free podcast. This isn't my Patreon page. This isn't lockbetting.com. Lock betting is a free podcast, and that's where the Bundesliga show is happening. So if you're interested in Bundesliga, that's where it's going to be. Of course, the future show remain here on the Soccer Gambling Podcast. Don't forget, we've got loads of stuff coming up this weekend. Of course, the regular shows, the EPL show, Scamessa Italia and BetMUFC. Uh, but on top of this bonus show, we also have two editions of the fight show. We have Liam Smith 
fighting against Chris Eubank this weekend, a huge boxing match in the UK. And we have a UFC card as well. So I'll be covering both of those. And then next weekend, there'll be another edition of the fight show, which will be covering the WWE Royal Rumble. That's it for me. Good luck with all your bets as always. And thanks for listening.